what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Osiris, and I'm coming at you with the host with the most, the one, the only, Bootley Farnsworth. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I I, I definitely like that one. Yeah, from the 20 Sack Pyramid. Right, right, all right, all right. Kicking it old school. <laughs> That's how we do. And uh, good morning, Mr. Uh, no Name, Mr. A.K.A. Bootsley Fonsworth. How are you today? I am well, I am well. Uh, fresh off of uh, TakeOver. How about yourself? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I'm doing all right. Yes, fresh off of TakeOver. And uh, I, I'm a little tired this morning because I stayed up late last night watching uh, UFC. Mm-hmm which was uh, definitely a good time. Who headlined uh, that card? Uh, the headline for UFC last night was uh, Diamond Dustin Poirier. Yep. Uh, the man that most recently took out Conor McGregor. And uh, he was taking on the UFC 155-pound champ, Charles Dubronx Oliveira. Okay. Who, uh, who took the, the W? Uh, surprisingly, the underdog, the champion, Charles Dubronx Oliveira, proved last night why he is the champion. And, yes, why, why would he be the underdog <laughs> if he's a champ? Well, I'll tell you what's so funny about that. We were watching the show last night, and they're like doing the buildup, and the Charles Oliveira comes out. They're like, he's on a 14-fight win streak. Like yeah. 13 by submission, like all this stuff. Like, why is this dude an underdog? Um, and he was a, he was the underdog in the fight where he won the belt too. We watched that against uh, Michael Chandler. He was right. the underdog. See, that makes sense. Where you're the challenger going against the champion, you'd be the underdog. Yes, yeah. the champ. But yeah, that's why I saw a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and I guess ultimately, I, I have to assume because Dustin Poirier beat Conor McGregor twice in a row. Oh, okay. That, that, you know, they're like, oh, well, then he must be the man. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, but uh, no, Charles Charles Oliveira, formerly known as Charlie Olives, uh, he, he showed last night that he deserves to be the champ. Um, he is a fighting champ. And uh, he, you know, he didn't even need a uh, decision victory. Like, he got the uh, submission win um, oh. early in the third round. Um, you know, they, and I, I got to say, in the first round, um, the, the two men were just trading bombs, uh, just back and forth. Um, and, and then the second round, you could tell Poirier was starting to get a little tired. Yep. Um, and then it was early in the third round. It was like one minute into the third round. Um, Oliveira caught him with a good flying knee and then um, started crawling on his back like a spider monkey and uh, <laughs> got in the rear naked choke and it was all over. All right. Okay. All right. Nice. Uh, was there any other notable fights on the card? Yes. Um, a huge women's co-main event. Um, Amanda the Lioness Nunes, who that is my girl, um, she, she was defending her 135-pound title because she does have two championships. She mm-hmm. is the 135 and 125-pound champion. Mm-hmm. Um, she defended her 135-pound title last night against Julia Pena, 
Um, and in what's probably the upset of the year, uh, Julia Pena beat her for the 135-pound title. Um, just to give, an, give you an idea of how big of an upset it was, they were saying at the beginning of the night, uh, there was a guy who had bet on Amanda Nunes. He bet $318,000 for her to win. Wow. And this must be someone that doesn't understand betting because she was such a favorite that if he won, it turns out he lost. But if he had won, he was yep. only going to win twenty five grand. Hysterical. Right? <laughs> uh, she was such a big favorite. They were saying anybody that bet on Julia Pena, if you bet $100 on her last night, you yep. got 5866 back. Oh, wow. I like, need that's that. how much of a... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, is it illegal to bet on uh, you on fighting? I thought it was like uh, outlawed. No, it's, and I'm glad you say that because uh, that, that brings up a funny segue. Mm-hmm. Um, watching the show last night, and uh, I was saying to uh, the, the queen, I'm like, wow, uh, I feel like I'm living in the future, like, like in Demolition Man. <laughs> because uh, the show started off. It was sponsored by Crypto.com. Like, America. And like the, the leading blah, blah, blah of cryptocurrency or something. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and then, uh, you know, they're just going through stuff in the show and talking about all the betting you can do and it's all online. Um, oh, okay. And, and yeah, you can, you can bet on fighting. Also, you can bet on WWE online. How's that work? Because it's a scripted endings. Yeah, I don't understand it myself, um, but yes, you can you can bet on WWE online, um, all sorts of stuff. Uh, who wins? Who loses? Will there be a run in? Um, huh. Yeah, like a lot of weird stuff. You can gamble online. I'm personally not a gambler, so it's not my scene. But uh, but I found out. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff on there that you can do. Okay, but I can see what wrestling is so even still harder to do because they're dirt cheats. So you sort of know like. Which guy, if he's like potentially, you know, going to be on an injury, that sort of helps as far as knowing what the the ending will be for whatever program he's in. Like right. that's so I don't know. That's so no, great. I, I feel you. Um, I, I was shocked, but uh, apparently, yeah, that's the deal. You can right. you can bet on anything now. You just go on the computer. Or <laughs> it okay, doesn't even have to be legal in your state. Okay, all right. That's crazy. Um, right. but, but yeah, you know, uh, mentioned earlier, you know, fresh off a of takeover, uh, War Games. Uh, yes. They had, you know, a couple of decent matches. Uh, one, they had, you know, the infamous hair versus hair match, which, you know, every has gone back since the dawn of time as far as wrestling goes. Yes. And actually, I'm glad you bring that match up because, uh, again, talking about betting, um, I was reading the dirt sheets before yep. that match, and the dirt sheets were saying Cameron Grimes was going to lose because uh, Vince McMahon didn't like his look. Really? That's what they were saying. Okay. Okay. But if you watch the show, you know what happened. Exactly. That. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I'm surprised that Vince didn't dig his look. It's you know very original. Uh, I mean. A little greasy looking, but you know it's pretty original, <laughs> right? <laughs> like you can, well, yeah. Chris, this doesn't like Greasy. That's why he didn't want to book Cactus Jack. But he had uh, Mankind anyway. Well, yeah, he brought him in as Mankind. And then Mankind won him over. <laughs> he still had long hair. 
<laughs> he did, but he put a mask on him and made him look like, you know, he was a basement-dwelling monster instead of, uh, like, the okay. crazy guy at the bar. Okay, okay. All right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, they also had a, a, a woman's match, a woman's, uh, I guess, what, tornado match, you call it? Or, you know, because it was what? Uh, war games match. War games, but it was three It was three on three, though, right? The women's war games? Yeah. Um, I think it was five on five. It was five on five. All right. I thought I. I'll be honest. I could be wrong because no, I can. I think I'm bugging. No, I think I'm bugging. You might be right. Uh, Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, not not remember. I'm remembering all victors were holding each other's arms up uh, at the end, but yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was because uh, I think that was the first match of the night, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I I missed a, a portion of that. Yeah, um, so that's why I wasn't positive of it being five on five, but but yeah, I'm like, it's pretty sure. Right, right. And it was cool. A small note that everybody had that was rocking war paint. Yes. To you know uh, simulate the war games, you know. Yeah. Is, it's um, cool. Throwing little details like that. Yeah. Right. Trying to think, what was some other notable? Obviously, at the the main event match was a uh, team 2.0 versus uh, Black and Gold. Yes, and uh, signaling the end of an era. Yep, yep. You know, uh, they had them. It was it was a no noteworthy transition. You know, for sure, for sure. I, I would have done, done the same because you know you gotta show the you know new talent being strong. Yeah, especially if that's the direction they're going with things. Exactly. It'd be see that's what you remember when Cena was feuding with Nexus. Yes. And then they had Cena go over, which was in in retrospect probably not the greatest thing to do. They should, you know, because Nexus had a handful of guys that could have done something if you know they progressed that whole you know stable correctly. Yes, I feel you. So I think this was them probably I don't know learning from their mistakes that they were like, all right, let's capitalize on the young fresh talent. Let's not have the vets go over just for you know vet's sake, you know. Okay, okay, you might be right. Plus, I think some uh, some of them are uh, leaving too. Um, they were saying um, your uh, your boy Johnny Wrestling's contract is up. I look. Yes. I don't think he's got. I don't think he's got to resign. It's funny. I thought he was going to resign because they they were talking about it. Yeah. And I was like, wow, the fact that they're talking about it must mean he's resigning. Yep. But um, December tenth was the last day of his contract. Yep. And December eleventh. He had a store on Pro Wrestling Tees, and he had a Twitch channel. Um, so that makes me think he's not coming back. Why he can't? He's gonna have that with uh, Vince and him? No. Um, in fact, that was a huge bit of controversy over the pandemic. Really? Yeah. Uh, yes. Not because, WWE. But no, because um, Xavier has the up up down WWE. Show. That is a WWE channel. But I thought he had that, like. Okay, so is it like similar how like when ECW was with uh, Paul Heyman, but it was still Vince's, like yes. Okay, so it was like that type of situation. Yes, gotcha. All right, well they hit it pretty well because I always thought that was uh, Xavier's thing. Yeah, no, I say it, but uh, apparently that WWE has their hands in that. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. I'm trying to think. Does any other wrestler have any side gigs? Like that's on the payroll events. Like any side? There, there's only there. There's two. Who? Um, Paige. 
What she have? She has a Twitch. Okay. Um, and I don't know why she's allowed to have it, but she's allowed to have it for whatever reason. Okay. And uh, the other one is Alina Vega, who uh, she left WWE. She was part of one of those groups of releases. Okay. Um, and that was because of her Twitch, because she wouldn't get rid of it. Um, and then she re-signed with WWE. Uh, I guess <laughs> they worked out something allowing her to keep her Twitch or something like that. And then they get rid of Aleister Black, her husband. Oh, wait, they're a couple? Yeah. Yep. Ah, uh, okay. So, that's weird. Uh, okay. Well, is, is Twitch that big of a revenue that some people would rather leave, you know, being with the Federation and keeping their Twitch? Paige makes like 400 grand a year off of hers. And how much you think she, you know, think she's cracking more with that with her uh, contract with Vince? I bet probably pretty equal. Oh, okay. You don't think she's in the seven figures? I don't think so. She okay. she doesn't wrestle. She's not on TV. Okay. So okay. Was she a trainer? No. Um. I feel like she's got it like an ambassador gig or something like that. Oh, okay. Because okay. uh, she had those they, neck injuries. Did they really? Oh, so she's retired? Not officially. Um. And she keeps saying, and when I say she keeps saying, I, I mean, like, every few months she'll tweet something like, you know, Edge could do it, Angle could do it, like, I can do it. Okay. So okay. I, I assume she intends to come back somehow. So she wants the part, the, yeah, the part-time contract? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, but, if you have neck issues, it, might as well, it makes sense. Uh, I'm surprised. They they really didn't push her when her, her movie came out. No, they didn't. Well, and, that was also was, right around when her other movie came out no nah, I thought that was after well I, I thought they were around the same time but I'm not too sure okay but the, also too the, I mean The Rock he was like produced it so like you think with his name and then you know you know one of their own you know female talents is trying to push they were like be you know so gung ho on as far as like really going far and beyond as far as like pushing her you know as far as like mainstream wise that they could yeah not you you would think, but uh, I, I honestly think it has to do with because she couldn't wrestle at the time and because gotcha. of her other movie that came out, so they didn't really want to talk too much about her. How, how, how do you rate her as a wrestler as far as in, in the this decade's women's wrestling? I'm going to be honest, and this is going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. Yep. I, I, I haven't watched a lot of her wrestling, so I can't say. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, she was wrestling during a time period where I wasn't really watching much WWE. Okay. So, uh, but I will say, having watched her other movie that came out, she's pretty awesome at that. Hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> and props to Xavier Woods, too. <laughs> Hysterical. Hysterical. Uh, like a champ. Well, uh, I guess um, also, uh, aside from, you know, Johnny uh, Gargano not re signed up, also in the wrestling. News-wise, the whole shebang with uh, Jeff Hardy and his uh, yeah. release. Um, I did, when you uh, pointed out uh, his incident, I, I did take a look to see what that was and how he uh, just sort of <laughs> took a bump and then he just sort of casually walked into the audience and was like, yeah, I'm all, I'm all good. <laughs> I didn't watch the video. I just read like an article saying it, but, but you watched it and it was, that, yeah. it was like that. Yeah, well, at first you maybe thought like he took a, a, a hard bump he was like on the canvas for a minute and he was like holding his like 
ribs almost look like or his like his, his side. So maybe I thought it was like you know an injury. Okay. But now you know since he said he didn't want to, since there was offer that he was gonna could get rehab, and he was like, nah, I'm good. I was like, oh, I guess it wasn't injury. I guess he was just. That's why I wasn't sure if he was burnt out. That was just like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, and I mean, it's possible. Uh, really weird to do that in the middle of a match, and right. especially <laughs> through the crowd thing. Um, right. But I mean, yeah, maybe maybe he's like, hey, you know what? Like, I've done enough of this. They're not giving me what I want. But like you said, it is weird to do it in the middle of a match. I can see, all right, after the, the you know, uh, the you know, the three count, and then. You go in the back and you talk to the boys or to the agents and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm all set. But, like, just randomly just right. up in the middle, that was just sort of strange. <laughs> yeah, no, that is. That's very strange. And, uh, you know, I mean, unfortunately, Jeff Hardy has a history of uh, incidents. Yep. So hopefully DNA. this isn't part of that. Yeah, that, that when, match was thin. Yeah, exactly. But then that, he just wasn't even like, he was not even right from the get-go. Uh, yeah, yeah. At least uh, people would say here, here he was, you know, lucid. And I guess leading up, he he had an interview with um, Austin uh, on his podcast that he was quite lucid and, and you know positive of the future and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, it's uh so interesting. It is. It's a crazy world, man. Do you and, believe uh, the whole shebang that it could have just been a, a, a easy segue into the, you know? Reconnecting with his brother in uh, AEW. Um, maybe. Uh, you know, from what I've read, he's he's got a ninety day no compete. Okay. Um, but that's that's only three months, and maybe he's like, hey, that gives me some time to sit at home, uh, relax with the family, especially yep. during the holidays. I yep. guess, you know. <laughs> Um, although maybe I would have done it a month sooner, so that way you could spend <laughs> like Thanksgiving and everything too. But yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, maybe he's taking home with the family for the holidays, um, and then you know just get to heal his body up, and then yeah, maybe do a nice little tag team run with uh, Matt at eighty at AEW. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very strange. Uh, with I, with all that being said. It would you think that would, you think that's the last straw for Vince and them? Like, do you think he could come back, or you think it's pretty much a wrap on that tip? Oh, that's a tough one. Because um, you want to never say never in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, but Hardy, I mean, he's uh, he's done a lot there. He, I, I'm pretty sure he has. A, and you know, someone please correct me in the comment section if I'm wrong. Um, but I think even before this, he already had three strikes on the wellness policy. Really? Yes. Um, and I feel like they somehow like didn't fire him. Like they came up with some like reason why it was okay. Okay. And he wasn't fired. But like, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he has three strikes on the wellness policy, and you're supposed to be fired after three strikes. But okay. Orton, I think, has two. For what? Uh, Orton's got, I think, one for steroids, and the other one, I'm not sure, and I don't want to speculate and say something that that maybe it's not. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be uh, interesting. Once again, uh, <laughs> you know, Tony Khan's gonna have another another federation guy to 
you know, potentially have something to do with um, his roster has become very, <laughs> very full. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, it's uh, it's speculated that uh, you know, going back to um, NXT, um, speculated that Kyle O'Reilly is all done. Really, he's not resigning uh, either. That's that's the rumor and innuendo. Oh wow. Which uh, I, I don't blame him. Um, Vince isn't going to push a guy like Kyle O'Reilly. Why? He's young. He's not that young. He's in his 30s. Okay. Okay. All right. And uh, so, so it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, Vince isn't going to push a guy like him. Um, he's in his 30s. He's not that big. Um, and he's he's got his own kind of charisma, but it's not the kind of charisma that Vince McMahon really appreciates. What do you mean? Break it down. Like Kyle, like Kyle O'Reilly's a, a fun guy. He comes out, especially when he, uh, him and Bobby Fish, they're the tag champs. Yeah. And he'd come to the ring playing guitar on the belt and stuff like that. Yeah, the air guitar. Yeah, yep. Oh. You know, so he's got that kind of a charisma, but it's not like a grand magnitude Hulk Hogan kind of charisma, you know? Okay. Um, and so it's the sort of thing I don't think Vince would really appreciate it, but. Uh, you know, this I, I base this on my own thoughts and also, you know, reading some of the dirt sheets. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly has a, a ready-made, um, uh, for lack of a better term, I'm just going to say gimmick or program. There we go, program at, at okay. AEW because you've got Bobby Fish there um, right. and you've got Adam Cole there. Okay, and, so they reconnect undisputed, you trying to say? Yeah. Okay. And that's like, okay, that would make a lot of sense. Um, and then you've got, you know, uh, and they love factions at AEW. Okay. So, so yeah, all of a sudden, boom, O'Reilly shows up. You have to assume he, he teams with Bobby Fish right away um, because they love tag teams over there. And then if that happens, now you've got a amazing storyline of well because adam cole and bobby fish have already said that they're friends but like adam cole is part of the young bucks and kenny omega group the elite um but if kyle o'reilly shows up and he starts tagging with bobby fish it's like well you've already acknowledged that cole and fish are friends so you've got to acknowledge them that he and o'reilly are friends yep. and then it becomes well when do you guys form your group again because you know <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean maybe something maybe they don't even want to do the group thing. They just want to stand out on their own, do you think? Like, do wrestlers like being in groups or do they prefer <clears throat> standing out on their own? Um, I think it depends. Um, I think it depends on the group. Like, are you really friends or is it a group that was just kind of put together, you know? Right, right. Um, and with those guys, they were really friends. They were uh, all hanging out in Ring of Honor and everything before getting to NXT. Right. Um, so I do think they probably like being in a group together. Um, traveling together having fun together that sort of thing right um but you know uh, wrestlers of course all have egos and also we love to stand out on our own uh, right question. but right but, they, but those guys they can do both um because o'reilly and fish are like the tag team and then cole's the singles guy so if you've got them in just a three-man group like that everybody gets to stand out doing their own thing right right all right. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I know you you're big into AEW. Did you watch any of their shows this week? Uh, yeah, I watched Dynamite uh, this week, 
and then uh have not yet watched rampage but dynamite okay. was uh pretty good in long island okay um and we got to see cm punk and mjf uh get into a verbal uh joust um and it was kind of fun because because they were in long island punk was getting booed um mjf was getting cheered um and so it was kind of a interesting dynamic and punk being the veteran and pro that he is he he rolled with it and healed out a little bit okay good match and uh they didn't wrestle each other they they just got in, into oh, the confrontation yeah got gotcha. yeah. okay um and uh mjf uh, i've got to say he uh had probably the 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 best entrance uh, I, I've ever seen him have. It's not the best entrance of all time, but the best entrance he's ever had. Um, they, they did a whole thing of because uh, he's from Long Island, um, and uh, I guess he was a big time high school football player. Okay, and uh, so he had the uh, varsity jacket on. He's at the football field, uh, and they're just naming all of like his accolades, and you know, oh, like you know, high school All American, and you know, most tackles in a season. And he got so many girls, like it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, and he's better than you, and you know it, you know. And uh, he then like gets into some sort of expensive, fancy-looking car, yep. uh, and uh, like drives out of the high school parking lot, and then you know his music hits, and he comes out, you know, down the ramp into a big, you know, it was so crazy to me. Um, he got a big ovation, um, you know, hometown guy. Right. And, uh, but he stayed true to MJF. Uh, it was funny. He played up to the crowd the whole time, uh, which, but that makes sense because they're giving him, you know, adulation. So he would like that. But then uh, it was funny. At, he, uh, he was in a dynamite diamond battle royal or something like that. Okay. And uh, basically it, the last two guys left they get to uh, fight next week in a singles match. And it came down to uh, MJF and Dante Martin. And uh, so next week it'll be those two in a singles match. But uh, MJF left and Dante Martin got jumped. Um, yep. And uh, MJF, you know, he's on the ramp and he's looking and he's like looking at the crowd like, should I save him? Should I save him? You know, and, like, like, and it's like, oh my God, MJF like really is a baby face. <laughs> and he runs that he runs down there like full sprint. You're like, oh my god, gets in the ring, kicks Dante Martin. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so uh, yes, yes, you know, he, he stayed true to himself. Um uh, so good stuff, fun stuff. Um trying to think what else stood out on that show. Oh, uh Daniel Bryan or uh Brian Danielson. Um yep. Full, full heel um, taking on Jonathan Silver of the Dark Order who was also from Long Island oh wow <laughs> and uh, Danielson uh, they, they had a really solid match Danielson gave Silver a lot I, I was kind of surprised by that um, I mean I you know hometown thing so I get it yeah but I would have thought Danielson would have like just stomped his head in because next week he's got <laughs> uh, Hangman Page for the title uh, 
But uh, no, it was a solid back and forth match. But Danielson did win with some sort of crazy submission at the end. Um, he, he's won every match of his now with a different submission move. Really? Yeah. So that's been pretty cool. Okay. You think he's got to go over on uh, Paige? You think they'll let Paige run with it for a while? I think they'll let Paige run with it for a while. Um, but in my opinion, you can't go wrong with either choice. Uh, okay. I know a lot of people say Paige just won it, so he should hold on to it. Right. I don't disagree. But with that being said, um, I mean, Brian Danielson is on a roll, and I think right now he looks like the best wrestler in the world. And I've never said that about him. Are you for or against uh, transitional champions? Like, where a guy holds it for, like, two shows and then, you know, puts it on the guy that they're trying... Like, are you... You know what I'm saying? And Like, in wrestling history, are you a fan of that? I think when done right... Yep. Uh, it, it can be okay. Okay. And uh, I think right now, if I was booking it, I would have Danielson win. And, okay. and you can always build a redemption story for Paige. Okay. Later on down the line. But, uh, you know, in, in UFC... The heavyweight championship has never been defended more than three times. Um, really? By any champion, yeah. Okay. But then also a lot of times in UFC, guys drop the belt to go up a different weight class or down a weight class. But but in the case of the heavyweight championship, it, it's never been that. It, it's always just been like by, by the time you get to that third or fourth fight. Yeah. Um, Someone, someone is able to beat you. They, they've watched enough tape. They've, I don't know why, but really, because um, the old boy uh, uh, Kane, um, uh, Kane Velasquez, right? Didn't he hold it for like several, uh, like four or five, you know, uh, defend defenses? Definitely not. Oh, okay, uh, okay. I would have to look up to see how many. But I, I know for a fact no one's had it for no one successfully defended it a fourth time. Okay, but that's only for heavyweight. Uh, uh, lighter yeah. weights have. Yes, yes, lighter weights have. Okay. But I just I just bring that up to say like it is possible to to not hold a championship for a long period of time. True, true, true. Because I, I was gonna say like with um with the whole Bianca situation. Uh, and you know they gave it, giving it to Becky Lynch. Like, were you for that or against something like that? I was against that one. Okay. Or even going way, 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 way back when um, Diesel beat Bob Backlund for you know on a, a dark a house show in like eight seconds. W- w- would you have been for that or against that? Uh, that's a tough one. Um, okay. I mean, Diesel was hot, you know. Right. And uh, I feel like, yeah, like him against Bob Backlund. Right. Diesel should beat him and quickly. Right. Um, But I don't know if it should have been done then. I think they could have done a lot with Backlund. But I also don't think anyone realized that at that time. Yeah. Uh, Hindsight, you know, uh, 2020. But yeah, because I always wonder, like, in, in the world of wrestling, they have, like, those quick quick championships and I was like ah should they allow them to marinate with them or just allow the crowd favorite or you know the guy that 
the investors are looking to <laughs> push their brand to you know <laughs> run with it. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel you. And yeah, I think it's different different things with different circumstances. Oh, even um, with Macho Man and Hogan, uh, when you know Macho won in um, was WrestleMania five. Yeah, no four. Was oh four, yeah yeah four. He won four, four and then lost it in five. Like another thing, would you? I mean, that wasn't like a quick one month type of reign, but in our eyes, it felt like super short. <laughs> I know, right? Because <laughs> Hogan just you know ran with it so quickly, he got it back so quickly. No, I, and, I, I matter of fact, no, like scratch Hogan that. Hold it for like four years at a time. Right, I was gonna say scratch that. Um, WrestleMania nine with uh, then when Hogan oh, when he won the championship. Uh, yeah, yeah then he won the championship with Yoko. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, after Yoko beat Hart. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, Hogan cut like the the, the most racist promo. Like, really? If I gotta fight the Jap, I'm like, he said what? that. Yes. Oh wow, I gotta look this back. Yeah. Oh, oh. I wonder if it got edited on the network. Like, <laughs> that's terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, but yeah, yeah. I'm just like, man, uh, that that's all crazy now. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, like it, it. It just seems, you know. I always wonder what, what was the the take on, you know, transitional champions like that quickly. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, for me personally, I, I think it's just it's situational. Um. Sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't. But were you ever in those shoes? Like, uh, as a as a wrestler, did you ever have a situation where you were or became or had to give up quickly? Yes, actually. Um. I've had, uh, I guess I've had two situations. One of them, not so much a transitional uh, okay. for several reasons, but uh, the fellowship, um, we are, we set a record actually, longest reigning tag team champions in showcase pro wrestling history. Nice. Um, yes. Um, and, and, like, and actually in all of wrestling history, we're like number four or number five. How um, long was the reign? I don't know. Almost two years. Wow. Um, so, yeah. And the only reason the rain stopped uh, was my tag partner, SOG Ronnie uh, Ribs. He uh, tore his shoulder and needed to get shoulder surgery. And he was going to be out for like three to six months. Uh, okay. And uh, so, you know, we, we lost the belts for that reason. Okay. Uh, okay. So that one wasn't transitional, but it was a matter of, you know, dropping the belts when, you know, quote unquote, not ready. Yeah, prematurely. Yeah, yep. Um, but probably a better example of truly being transitional uh, was my most recent championship win at NCW. Okay. Uh, for the NCW heavyweight title. Um, it was a... Uh, because NCW runs in seasons... Uh huh. Um, so their season goes from March to November. Yep. For that reason, it was a four-month championship reign. Okay. But it was a one-show championship reign. Wow. That, yeah. That is yeah. very. <laughs> what was um, what was behind that? So I won it in November. Um, yep. A big feel-good story of. Uh, this is coming off of breaking my hand earlier in the year. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, at a different company. But okay. uh, 
But um, I showed up and won their big city rumble, which made me the number one contender. Um, you know, and I, I was a big time baby face, uh, facing all adversities. And uh, so in November, I, I won the championship, um, and it was like a big feel good moment. Uh, they had the whole crowd come in the ring. Um, you know, wanted, did it for the people, that sort of situation. Okay. Um, and then the first show back in March, um, I lose the belt uh, to the guy who I beat for it, uh, Brett Ryan Goslin. Okay. Uh, at the time known as Todd Harris. So, yeah, I was definitely a transitional uh, champion. And I, I feel like it was done with the purpose of giving him uh, the, the title of two-time champion. Oh, okay. 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 Now, obviously, with the Ronnie one, that one, you know, you guys held it for so long, and obviously, circumstances like an injury came up with that, you know, for uh, you know, for him to sit sit out. But with the your one night uh, uh, reign, did you feel like any anything about that? Like, were you a little uh, jaded about that, or you like, oh, so you know, all. Um, yeah, honestly, I was, I was a little hurt by it. Yeah. Um, you know, it was one of those like, man, like you, you work hard to get to that position. Um, and, and it's funny. I never thought I would have the MCW heavyweight championship. Yep. Um, <clears throat> traditionally, uh, number one, it was a bigger guy's title, but number two, I had always taken pride in my New England championship runs because it was like their version of the Intercontinental title back in the day. It was like the, right. the wrestler's wrestler's title, you know? Right. Um, and I am like a three or four time NCW New England champion. Right. Um, and had a couple of good reigns, good good long runs with that. Right. Uh, including one where I ended up having to drop the title because uh, I couldn't, it was when I had gone to Kentucky and uh, in my head, I was going to come back and forth. Um, but uh, I couldn't afford to do that. So, I had to... <laughs> 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 so uh, I ended up having to mail the belt back. Uh, okay. But, uh, but yeah, um, you know, so it, when I got to the point of being the heavyweight champion, it was one of those things where it felt earned. Yep. Um, it's like I've been doing this for a long time. I'm killing it in my matches. Um, you know, so I felt like, and as the babyface, like I was the babyface of the company at that time. Like, yeah. the the amount of emotion in that room when I won the belt, and you know, all the fans coming into the ring. Um, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, like I, I did this. You know. Um, so then to lose it, uh, the, the, the next show, uh, you know, yeah, it's it dog. It was like, man, like I thought like I was getting this and, you know, I would get a shot with showing what I can do with it. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm a team player. It's like, okay, no problem. And, right. You know, I, I get it. Uh, I, I've got no beef at all. At the time he was Todd Harris. Now he's Brett Ryan Goslin. Um, and he's really good. Um, right. You know, and he's young. Um, he's a and he's a he's the type of heel that you want to see get beat. Um, and so uh, I, I understand why you put the belt on him and you, you create a cascade of challengers for yep. for people to want to see beat him, including me. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so so I get it. From a business standpoint, it's like, no, that this is what makes sense. Yeah. But uh, but you know, from a human and ego standpoint, it's like, man, like I, I want a good run with the belt as the you know heavyweight champion. Did they ever state after the fact that you guys could work the program or? Um, we we did work a little bit of a program. Okay. And uh, even. Uh, even at this point, um, when I made my return, um, for this past November, um, they, it's funny, I had pitched some ideas about working with some younger talent, um, and kind of doing the CM Punk thing. Yep. Uh, you know, working my way up the ranks and everything. Um, and they were like, no, like, we want you in the mix for the heavyweight championship. Like, and it's like, okay, um, and uh you know i was very flattered um by that because it's like man i've been been off for two years uh you know and but you guys want me to like just jump right into the mix of things and so mm-hmm. I, uh you know so i got involved in the uh title match um and i think you know so i I assume at some point I'll be getting another championship match. Now, I don't think that I'll be winning it. Um, who knows, I guess, anything is possible. Yep. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, point being, they want me involved in the, the main event scene still. All right, cool. Something to look for. I was going to say, uh, I know you've been re- wrestling showcase uh, as a while, but so NCW, uh Hopefully you'll be uh, wrestling with them in uh, 2022. Yes. Um, not even a question. Um, okay, cool. I won't say March 4th is their okay. first show back. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and I'll definitely be there. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what I'm doing. But uh, I, I guess uh, I intend to be going back after my belt. Um, you know, the reason why I beat, or not that I beat, but the reason why I helped Brett Ryan Goslin beat uh, Lumberjig for the belt yep. is because uh, Brett promised me a title shot. Um, and so, you know, it's uh, now it's time for me to show up and collect. All right. All right. All right. Cool. 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 Definitely looking forward to. Um, but all right. Cool. Um, yeah, so I know you mentioned <clears throat> uh, you you watched uh, Dynamite or not Rampage? Oh, it was a Rampage, not Dynamite. Dynamite, not Rampage. Correct. So, uh, other than, so you mentioned John Silver and um, Daniel uh, Danielson, uh, MJF, and Punk. Any other notable um, matches? Um, there probably was. I'm like, I feel like it was a pretty solid show. Yeah. Um, but off the top of my head, those were really the only things that, that are sticking out right now. And Taz announcing that Hook was going to be making his uh, wrestling debut. Who's on, that? On Rampage. Uh, his son. Oh, really? I, I didn't know uh, he had any kids in the business. Yeah. Um, his son, Hook, who uh, has been coming to the ring with uh, the people in his stable. Okay. Um, and he looks nothing like Taz. Um, <laughs> he, he looks like a jacked up Backstreet Boy. Um, Hysterical. Like, yeah, like he's got like the like nice hair, like kind of thing. He wears like a wife beater and like I don't know track pants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's no footage of him online as far as you know how, how he can go. 
Uh, well, now there should be um, okay. because he, he debuted this past Friday. Right, right, right. Um, so I'm sure now there is, but prior to, no. Um, okay. I'm curious to see how he is compared to uh, Colby Carino, uh, Steve Carino's son. Ah, they know he had any kids in the business. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, crazy that like we're now watching like the third generation or second generation, you know, wrestlers, kids. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, in theory, we have technically, you know, how like with David Flair, you know, and, um, you know, like Rakishi's kids. But like now it's like, you know, it's just so weird thinking but now about we're it. Seeing, like the guys that were like, we grew up with. Yeah, exactly. It's like, right? Now, yeah, because we got, you know, Baby Steiner and like, so crazy. Right? Right? Yeah, baby Steiner. You got, the Rock's daughter is uh, training at the Performance Center. Oh really? Yes. Yep. She she's uh, there under developmental deal. Wow. So all right. Um. Yeah. Real quick. So with that being said, you think she's gonna get pushed to the moon to appease her father, or you think she's gonna have to a come up uh have it harder? Um. I think both. Okay. I think she's going to she's going to have to at least be good um to get on TV and everything. Okay. Um, like, I don't think they would just put her on if she was bad because she's going to have that kind of scrutiny. Okay. But I think if she's good or better than good, then right out the gate, she'll be, she'll get pushed to the top. Okay. Okay. Ooh, that's going to be interesting. Like, yes. yeah. I was going to say, does she have the size to be a woman's Like, I haven't... Is, is his daughter, like... Yeah, she's pretty big. Um, okay. Not like Nia Jack's big. Right. Uh, she's got the athletic build. She she's built a lot like her mom. Uh, okay. The okay. Rock's first wife. Yep. Danny. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like I, I wouldn't be surprised if she's like five nine, five ten. Okay. Somewhere in that ballpark. Like taking a look at her and, and like with good size to her. Okay. Uh, you think they would ever like release her and you know not on her own like you know if she wanted to be released herself or you think. They'll keep her as long as they can, you know, <laughs> make Dwayne happy. <laughs> um, that's a good question. I, I guess it's going to depend. How does she? How does she do? Um, you know, I, I haven't seen any footage of her, so I don't know. You know, what... she's probably training at the Performance Center. Yeah, that's yep. That's all she's doing. Um, so we'll we'll see if they put her on TV at some point be able to tell because uh i feel like if she's really bad yeah you can't just keep her and pay her to keep him happy because i mean at the end of the day he kind of needs wwe just as much Ooh, the uh, rock. yeah nah um, man as, as much money he's been making off these movies what but but it's an audience yeah, but folks watch these movies how, percentage wise how much you think of wrestling fans and how much you think of just now rock band like my you know my parents know who the rock is you know what i'm saying i'm probably obviously from wrestling but now because he's a big hollywood you know megastar right right no i feel you it would be interesting though because i imagine you know because triple h and stephanie got all girls so eventually i know one of them probably gonna be in you know in the family business so i'd be interested to see how they push their own kids 
That that will be. Um, and actually, with you that you say that, I read yep. somewhere that uh, Triple H's oldest daughter. Yeah, they're Triple H and Stephanie's oldest daughter wants yep. to start training. Yeah. So it's like nepotism. How how, how do you handle that? Like. <laughs> Well, I guess uh, it depends, because um, I mean, what's what's what is Triple H's place in the company right now? <laughs> true, but that's uh, still Vince's granddaughter. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> who who has already uh, been on TV? When at uh, the WrestleMania where Vince? Oh, was it Vince against Hogan? No, Vince never fought Hogan at WrestleMania. I don't think. Um, it might have been the one with uh, with Donald Trump, um, the the Battle of the Billionaires. Okay. Um, but I feel like Vince was in an actual match. But but whatever the case, doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, they, they did a they did a uh, vignette backstage where uh, Stephanie was with her daughter and the uh, but the daughter was in like the little uh, crib type thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and, and Vince comes in the room and he's like. Give me some time with my granddaughter. Like, <laughs> Stephanie's like, what? Like, he's like, I want some time with my granddaughter. Get out. Like, <laughs> Stephanie gets out and Vince is like, oh, Gucci, 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 Gucci. Then like all of a sudden his face changes and he's like, oh, listen here. Like, I'm going to like beat up like whoever I'm fighting tonight. Like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, did you dookie? <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Yes, <laughs> very, <laughs> very, very awkward. Very awkward. Uh, yeah, it's a little strange, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. So, with the Rock's daughter, then if she could be the first, like fifth generational wrestler, um, no, four, third, third. Four. All right, so you got her, you got the Rock, you have uh. His Rocky dad, Johnson, yeah, and then you have Peter Maivia. Yeah, so that's four. Wow. That's bananas. Right? Wow. So basically, it's, it's... Although, I guess Triple H's daughter, if she gets into it, she's also kind of fourth generation? Well, not as a performer. I guess just being in the business. Yeah. 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 Hey, it's a good parents. family business to be in. If you're a wrestler, you might as well, uh, you know, make sure your kids are in the business because that's the only way they get to have a, you know, a job coming out of school. <laughs> and you <laughs> now just hope that they coming out of school. You it right in school. WWE's doing uh, those nil contracts. What's that? Um, so now, did, did you hear about that thing about how NCAA basketball players, well, not just basketball players, NCAA athletes can now get paid? Nope. So oh, now it's wow. official? Yeah, like I remember way world. back in the day, what was it, Ed Ed O'Bannon? Uh yes. from UCLA. Yes. <clears throat> but uh then but now uh as of last year they passed some law that NCAA athletes can get paid. Uh, oh why? Nice. And uh yeah, yep. Um and it all stemmed from like a lawsuit with like EA Sports, I think. Um Yeah, I think were, it, yeah, with uh I think with Ed O'Bannon, because then they or something similar, they were profiting off of, like, yeah, using their using names, their... say, for the video games, right? Yeah, okay. 
So, um, so yeah. So uh, now with that being a thing, WWE, yep. uh, and it's called NIL. I don't know what it stands for. Yep. Um, but I just know that's like the name of the thing. And uh, so WWE is taking part of that. And uh, so they've got um, oh, what, Gable Stevenson, uh, who won the Olympic gold medal this year. Yep. He went back to college. Uh, but WWE has him under a contract. Um, what? Oh, so, nice. Yeah, yep. So he's getting paid like in college to, you know, basically be in college and wrestle. Okay. And uh, the second he steps out, you know, he's a WWE wrestler. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. <clears throat> so they're doing this for all college athletes? Or is, I mean, it's only for college athletes or for like, what's the stipulation with this NIL thing? Um, so yeah, I believe all college athletes are eligible. Okay, and then it basically just comes down to you know is someone willing to pay you? Nice, nice. Yeah. So basically, they get out of college, going to they learn in the performance center, and while they're learning the performance center, they'll be paying them as well. Yep. Nice. So it's like an on-paid internship. Yeah, totally. Okay. All right. Um, like so, are they guaranteed? Like during breaks, like yep. he has to go to the performance center and stuff, like you know. But, but are they also guaranteed? Are they also guaranteed that they'll? Like it doesn't sound like it sounds like almost like temp to hire. Like are they guaranteed that they'll be under contract for like a certain amount of like years, and that means they'll be on television and stand third? Or is it just more like a we'll pay you to train you, and after that, we'll see what happens type of situation? Yeah, so we'll, we'll pay you to train you, and after that, we'll see what happens. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I still bad enough. nothing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, imagine making, uh, I think from what I hear, it's like close to six, well, I think Gable Stevenson's making actually six figures. Okay. But uh, I heard they've got some other um, college athletes under contract, but, and it's like 75, 80,000. And I'm like, okay. still like making that as a college student, like, right? To help pay off them student debts. Yeah, right. Like, you know, take a couple of bumps here and there. Exactly. You know, uh, have you heard anything in regards to, with the training center, like how different the training is compared to when they used to have the developmental sites, like OVW and the other one? Like, is it the same type of training, or is it like totally different? It's totally different. Um, okay. Because this is WWE training wrestlers for WWE. Okay. Uh, and this is why they uh, wanted to get away from the, the other places that they used. Yep. Um, because those places taught you to be a pro wrestler. Okay. Uh, you know, speaking from my own experience at OVW, yep. uh, Rip Rogers used to, you know, he'd be like, okay, this is how you wrestle and you train us a, a certain way. Yep, and then he'd be like, "Now, when you're getting paid, and they ask you to do that garbage, it's like you do what you have to do, and he'd show us, you know, like." <laughs> 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 oh but, wow! But yeah, um, you know, he he's a believer in pro wrestling and the art of pro wrestling, um, not sports entertainment. Um, okay. And uh, you know, and that's same thing when you had guys like Dory Funk Jr. Um, running the Funkin' Dojo. Um, and then when they went to FCW in Florida, uh, although they ended up hiring Norman Smiley and he's now working at the Performance Center. Yep. But uh, they did not, you know, Steve Kern, Skinner, he was the guy that was really running FCW. Um, they And he's an old school pro wrestler. Um, and they didn't want that. So they, <laughs> you know. Okay. 
Okay. Do you think the guys come? I, well, I guess we'll only tell you know in the future. But do you think currently the guys that are coming out of the training center and guys coming out the old uh, tr- you know developmental sites? You think those the kids coming out of the training center will have them more uh, a longer longevity in their career compared to folks coming out of developmental territories? Um, I, I, as you said, I, I guess time will tell. Yeah. Um, I, I do think WWE, uh, as a content creation company, yep. uh, they, they love the idea of having these guys coming out of the performance center, yeah. um, because they own all the footage. Um, so it's like, we've got the footage of your career, yeah. uh, you know? Uh, as opposed to guys that came up through the indies and things like that. And it's like, well, you don't have footage of their career. You don't own it. And people know of it now. Like, okay. You know? okay. Um, so I think if nothing else, uh, well, I mean, we'll have to see how the, these guys actually perform. Right, right, that, right, but, right. But if nothing else, they've got a, they've got a good leg up in that these are the types of guys Vince wants like and that's what he's going to push and he gets to be like yeah they're they're completely his creation okay and do you think say if they got tired of wrestling with Vince and they they can translate into other promotions other you know parts of the I, world like I think they'll have a really hard time with that really yeah okay okay all right um, it, it's tough when that's the only world you know Right, right. But I mean, when it comes down to it, it's all, all the same on the same tree. You know, professional wrestling is still under the same A's and B's, you know. For sure. You know, there's just different twists on how it is for different territories, different promotions. But it's all, you right. know, it's all the same, you know, apples and oranges. But it is apples and oranges. And if all you know is apples, it's going to be tough to learn oranges and bananas and kiwi fruit. True. True, true, true. But if, you, if you're if performing in one certain way, even for other territories, you will still have issues going to other promotions. Like, if you're only, uh, uh, you know, a luchador coming to, like, British or, you know, other promotions where it's not heavily on that you still have a tough time I feel you case in point the two Sin Caras <laughs> you know they struggled yes no you're absolutely right you know but uh, like I said time will tell and you know we, we, it'll be interesting to see you know 10 years from now how like everybody from the training center you know uh, how their careers uh, you know handled Yes, yes, no, definitely will be interesting. I think uh, Braun Breaker, um, I, I think he's set for, for stardom. Yep. Um, yep. <clears throat> but uh, outside of that, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We shall see. But uh, all right, well, I can't. Do you have any other highlights for this past week? <clears throat> Um, I haven't watched SmackDown yet. Last week's SmackDown, Brock Lesnar came back. Okay. 
uh, I guess the suspension has been lifted and uh, he'll be fighting Roman Reigns at the uh, day one pay-per-view, um, which I think is New Year's Day. Okay. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um, trying to think what else is going on in, in wrestling. We covered Hardy, we covered O'Reilly, we covered <coughs> Um that feels like all the biggest news. They're saying Kevin Owens' contract is up in January. Right. But uh, he, he ain't going nowhere. I think he's going to go to AEW. Nah. What can he do uh, on AEW that he can't do here? He could be his old crazy Kevin Steen self. Yeah, but I don't know. He That was when he was young and like could move. Now he's older. Uh, he might, might still have that in him. You think? possible okay all right um i guess we'll have to see but uh but i guess we'll get more into that in january when yeah uh, time comes a couple weeks away yes right crazy right i uh yeah i can't believe like how fast time flies this year is coming to an end yep and uh but yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like that's all the all the news fit to be reported for this Sunday morning. All right, cool, 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 cool. All right then. Well, uh, you want to uh, bless us out then? Absolutely. Um, you know, it's Sunday morning. Everybody, get your butts to church. Um, <laughs> or don't. Whatever works. You know. Whatever. <laughs> Um, it's funny. I think the Queen actually is doing um, a Sunday morning gospel Peloton ride right now. Nice. Um, yes. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. Uh, it's Sunday morning, everybody. So uh, peace, love, and chicken grease uh, to to all of you. Um, and if, by the time you're listening to this, it's probably not Sunday morning. But uh, as we always say, you could be anywhere in the world. And you're here listening to us right now. So we definitely appreciate you. We love you. And on that note, one, two, three.